Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. Steve Edge is here. Good morning, how are you? <laughs> very well, Steve. Very formal. Good. Just checking. Oh, you didn't know, do you? I've spoken to you this week. We've been busy, but I was just checking in. I know. I did ring you the other day, but I, 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 I got dinked to um, voicemail, so I thought it must be yeah, filming. I was, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And I was going to ring you back, but then we didn't finish till ridiculous o'clock, so I thought. No. It's, I, it's fine. It's, we, we've, we've got those hours, because you're filming all day. Mm, and then I'm wizarding all night. Off to, off to see the wizard, huh? All night. Mm. Lining, lining, yeah. It's um, it's it's our last week, our last week of Wizard of Oz. Is that exciting? I can't believe Just because you can have a little relax, or is it sad, or is it both? Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, a bit of both, really. It's one of those jobs where you go, I've, like, sometimes you finish a job and you go, oh, do you know what, I, I could keep doing this for ages. Mm. And then other jobs, you're like, I did that job and I enjoyed it. But it's done, I'm and I'm fine it's with over. that. Yeah, and that's sort of this one. I think maybe because I'm away from home and stuff like that. Yeah, um, it's a long time. Isn't it? But um, yeah, but what a treat it's been to be in, be at the Palladium for ten weeks over the summer, in just a show that people love already. And oh, I'll tell you another nice. thing that happened this week, Steve. What? Was um, I was I was in touch with um, <laughs> this is one of those random like uh, showbiz. Uh, stories. Um, so I bumped into Giles Brandreth. You do, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he said, "Oh, I know John Lair, who is Bert Lair's son." Oh yeah, he's a writer, isn't he, or a um, journalist? He's a writer. Yeah, he's a writer journalist for the New Yorker. Mm. Yeah, and right. um, and so and I'd read his book actually, which um, which was about his dad. Notes on a cowardly lion. And. Uh, and so he he invited him along. Anyway, John didn't come along. He was you know busy or didn't fancy or whatever it was. Writing. But sent me a lovely um, writing, probably yeah, busy in it. Uh, but sent me a lovely email, um, and we sort of had a very brief uh, chat about it. And I sort of wanted to say to him, oh, you know what, I, you know, one of the reasons I wanted him to come, I wanted him to sort of see that, like, because when I come out as a lion, like, the, there's an instant love for this character. That's not me. Yeah. That's no. The lion, you know, because yeah. they just love him. He's like, what would you say? One of the top ten most famous cinema characters of all time. You know, definitely got one that of the sort of vibe, top, isn't it? You know? Top lions, yeah, definitely. Oh, easy. What have you got? Simba, Simba, Scar. He's probably the many, top really. lion. They're, He's probably the top lion. I'd say so. Those lot from out of Africa. Mm. Not the many, one in Tarzan. I don't think so. Um, but this is interesting. One of the things he did say was, he said, oh, "I'm really pleased that you've enjoyed playing the lion and that you've you've got so much out of it and and uh, enjoyed it." He said because um, my dad, and I think he, he writes about this in the book, um, and he he says my dad um, never never watched The Wizard of Oz because he was so mm. um, he just, he just didn't think his performance was was good enough. Well, isn't that weird? So you never watched it, you think, gosh, because, you know, we, me and you have, you know, well, anybody yeah, we've has all seen it, moments we, yeah. of Yeah, we've all seen it, but you, we, we have had moments of anxiety of like, well, am I good enough? Am I, you know, and you think, gosh, one of the most famous moments in cinema, the most famous characters in cinema, and the, and, the, and Bert Lair, the actor playing it, thought it mm. wasn't good enough. 
Affects, affects yeah. us all, you see. Affects us all. There you go. That's um, it, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, but it was lovely. It was, it was very nice to chat to him. So yeah. So thanks for everybody who's been to see uh, Wizard of Oz. I'm sure people, um, a lot of people <laughs> listening to the show, would be glad that um, we're not talking about it now because it's been ten weeks of it. Um, and uh, and that's it. If you're if you're around today in London, it is our last two shows: one o'clock and five o'clock, and then we are done and done. <laughs> Questions for Steve, 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 questions for Steve. Right, okay. Shouldn't still make us laugh, Steve. No, I know it shouldn't, but it's just so, it's so, like, bad, it's brilliant. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, we do have... The idea that we're serving that up is... Just contempt, yeah, like, isn't it? On, on an actual radio station. Yeah, we haven't just no, done it it's once. Not like, it's not, we, we, do it, we keep doing no, it. We're stuck by it. We have stood by it. Um, so we've got this one here from Dan, who is... Uh, I'm going away with three kids to Cornwall. They are seven, nine and ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. I... I plan on taking no iPads, tablets, or anything for the journey. So can you tell us the best car game and snacks? It's a six-hour journey on a good day. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's I mean, doing this to himself. Do you understand this is some sort of... What is this? Yeah, why is he punishing himself? Technology Technology. Yes, there to, to help us all. It's there to help. help. Are the kids I going, mean, you I can't spies. use a sat-nav? You've got to find your own way without using a sat-nav. You, you can't have yours. <laughs> what about you not have yours? You get your A to Z out. You know what I mean? Oh, that is Six so hours. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's ice spy, isn't there? <laughs> well, is that that's a classic, yeah. As long as... How long how does that last, though? kids were? It's, it was it seven, nine, long. and ten, wasn't it? Something like that. Okay, so they can all sort of spell. That's all right. Yeah, that's a good thing. <sighs> Oh, a long journey, isn't it? Oh, I, I can feel for him already. I don't know what... I've what, got anxiety, what, just thinking it's me. I have as well. It. I've been triggered. Have you been triggered? <laughs> I've been triggered. I was in a restaurant yesterday, and there were some kids on their iPad, and it was quite loud, and a couple of people on our table were getting, oh, they need to turn that down. And I was like, nah. I mean, yes, annoying, yeah. but we've all... Look at, the, look at the parents just trying to have a little meal, a little bit of quiet, not getting indigestion. Yeah. Just let it slide. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let it slide. They were furious. But yeah. yeah. Um, I, I spy. Judge. You got that one. Judge. Isn't there one where you can I play with the... number plates where you can try and make words out of the first three letters? Yeah, that's always that good. One. The last three letters. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Mm. Um, you can What's pl- the one I play. You um, pull over at a service station bing- and buy three iPads. That's that game. <laughs> that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to happen. Um, you can play... Um, play songs. A, a quite, you can uh, what, sing. What, what, what are you going to say? We could, you, I was going to play... We play this game during tech rehearsal because when, you, when you're rehearsing um, a show, when you go into the theatre, it's like 10 hours long and no one's got a phone on them or anything like that mm. because you just stood there. So you're like 10, 12 Meant hours... Meant to be working. Tech in. Yeah. Well, we play Guess the Time. Oh, that's good, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is quite good. You go, hey... Hey, what time do you reckon it is? Twenty past three, six o'clock. You're like, no way, no way. Is it rarely works like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, who can hold the breath the longest? Is that a good game? 
Um, I mean, potentially. Not I if mean, you're driving. Not if you're driving. You can't really compete. Not if you're driving. I no, played a game once no, when I was filming and there was a lot of hanging around. And we, I, we, me and this other actor had a stopwatch around our necks mm. and we were trying to get exactly one second. You know, so you start the stopwatch, you know, the, you know milliseconds and, and hundreds of a second, yeah. bang, try and get it exactly on one. And we got up to 10. Exactly, oh, 10, zero, zero, zero. We were, that's how bored we were. But 10's hard, Christ. because if you get it wrong, you've got, you know, when you do it again, it's another, you know, nine, almost 10 yeah. seconds. So, <laughs> that, so there's that, but it's technology again, isn't who, who it? Can, uh, well, yeah, who can stay quietest longest? That's the trump card yeah, of all Is anyone going to do six hours? Is anyone going to do six hours? I think the dad, I think the, <laughs> I think the mum might. <laughs> Great idea, the no iPads, pal. Yes, I'm saying nothing. I will let you. You've made your bed. Now you can lie in it. I think. I think it's madness. I don't know why. I don't know why you would. T- I mean, I, I'm. I'm all for. No, let's just do the first two hours, and then you can have your iPad. But six hours. Six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the, I don't know if the iPad will even last six hours. You know what I mean? So just, no, that's the I thing. Yeah. Bring it. Could bring a book as well, and bring some games, and just throw everything at it to try and. Just don't what what you're punishing yourself for. Never mind mm. the kids. I think it's madness. I think it's some kind of say. some some kind of self abuse. I think it's wrong. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. So you're wrong, Dan. And the snacks. I, I mean, the snack. What's, what are you going to give them? Veg. Like yeah, why you ca- look carrot <laughs> batons? We're not having any sugar, guys. We're just having carrot right, batons everybody. on hummus. Uh, have you finished chewing that kale? Like, yeah, come on, ooh, crisp that up in the other. Some Arabo, nice. give him an iPad. Come on, get, Arabo, get iPad, headphones, invisible. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, get Talk Sport on while they watch your iPads. <laughs> Just <laughs> make it easy on yourself. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hey, so Steve, last week... Um, mm-hmm. We chatted to uh, one of the stars of Operation Mincemeat, the musical. Oh yes, the musical, Fortune yeah. Theatre. Yeah, and uh, anyway, I went to see it. I went to see it last oh, right. weekend. It is very good. Okay, good. Wait, you know, because you, you, oh, brilliant fun. Yeah, I mean, because I know because you read the book and and seen the film stuff. You might be thinking, oh, have they made a? I mean, I think you even said it. Yeah, it's not a lot of laughs in the book. No, no, but. They've just they've done it really well. Really, like it's just very funny and very clever. There's lots of really funny, clever moments um, in the show. Um, I would I would recommend it. I even thought Steve would like this, and I'd never oh, think okay. that about a musical. No, I know you hate no. them. It's not really my thing. Um, I like the odd one. No, yeah, but the odd one. Me and my girl. <laughs> <laughs> classic, absolute mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's no, it's good. It's really solid. It's it's got that sort of vibe of like it. You feel like it must. It did really well at like the Edinburgh Festival, and then somebody's come along with a lot of money mm. and gone right. How do we make this look and feel fantastic? And it's uh, but it's very witty and and it's, it's really it's actually quite. Um, there's a couple of moments in it that are quite soulful as well, very um, heartbreaking because obviously it is a. Prime, you know, at its heart, it's quite a sad story of a, yeah. um, you know, dressing up a dead body and, um, you know, pretending it's a, it was an airman for to trick the Nazis. Like, you know, it's mm. a, there's, there's obviously a lot of comedy in it, but there's also moments of like, that is actually a person. 
like yeah. doing that, you know, and they really do that well, um, to, you know, respectfully. So no, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that very much. Uh, so go on, if you get chance, do go and uh, see Opera. If you if you can get chance, to be honest, because the tickets are like gold dust. Um, we managed to. I went with my mate Dave and uh, my uncle Stephen came along. We had to buy him a ticket on the night, and there was like one ticket left, thankfully, and he, he managed to come. So um, it's uh, the only thing is that it's an eight o'clock start, and I, and then uh, I think that's too late. Mm, yeah, that's the only I negative I would say. I'd say if I was the producers, I'd is it say, a long you know show? It's, too late. it's it finishes. It, yeah, fin- well, it finishes at half ten, so it's a normal length show. Yeah, but the later but start. Yeah, it started at eight. Mm. You know, so yeah. you know me. I'm obsessed with time. I'm obsessed with what time. What time are you getting in bed? There's nothing wrong with that, is there? What time are you going to be in bed? I'm a, I sometimes, in fact, I woke up this morning and my first thought was, "What time am I getting back in this?" It's mm, a good way of being. So, I, I've done a similar thing because I'm in this heat. I keep waking up going, mm. "Have I got time for an afternoon nap today?" Because obviously it's, yeah. it's not an afternoon nap, is it? It's just like a siesta over here. It's a load. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's an official to have term, hasn't it? Yeah, siesta, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? I mean, we're yeah. not in Spain, but, you know, it's, you know. That's, no. It's <laughs> the med, isn't it? Is it cultural appropriation if you have an afternoon mm. nap in... Uh, well, if you call to, it an afternoon nap, that. it's all right. If you call it a siesta, then that's cultural appropriation. It's like yeah, um, Jamie true. Oliver doing his jerk rice. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you get cancelled for having. A, by the time you wake up, you've been cancelled. What's happened? I've been cancelled. I just woke up. <laughs> you? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, to go see that Operation Mince Me. Um, it was. Uh, it was very good. Very good. Jason Manford. So this is um, this is an interesting news story this morning, Steve. Uh, okay. Again, in America, always. Of course. Woman breaks Guinness World Record for world's loudest burp. Loudest burp, okay. Loudest burp. Okay. She's called so Winter. She's looked at the records and she's gone, I can't do longest, but I reckon I can do loudest. Yeah, clearly. Oh, I, I have got a feeling that's come from other people, maybe. other people Different skill set, in it? Yeah, you, yeah. Jesus. You should, you should, be, a, you should be a record holder. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, she's from Maryland, Virginia. Uh, has broken the world record for the loudest burp for a female. Okay. Uh, well, it's two different sections. They've had to separate the category, yeah. All right, okay, yeah. No, I don't know, I just thought, I thought, you never know, it could have been loudest, just general loudest burp. Yeah, but I think blokes have got, you've got like a, you know, if you're bigger. Imagine if you're bigger, it's louder, isn't it? So if you've got like a big bloke. So. There's more to shake, isn't there, I suppose? Yeah, and a big old sort of cavernous uh, rib cage, you know. Yeah. Know. Tom, bro. I don't know where the noise of the burp <laughs> yes, yes, he's burping from his diaphragm. Yeah, very um, good. Last year, uh, she built up a pretty big following on TikTok for sharing videos of her burping. I think I don't think this is what the internet's for, Steve. Well, this is what it's become, hasn't it? So that's, that's where we are now. Become. That's what, that's what we're Encouraged at. by the support, so it's your fault. She eventually purchased a decibel meter with one okay. of her expulsions, reaching 109 decibels. A winter who says she modelled her burping on Homer Simpson and Shrek and then got in touch uh, with Guinness Book of Records. Imagine that on a dating got... profile. Imagine that on a dating profile. <laughs> I modelled my burps on Homer Simpson, Simpson and Shrek. Good Keep God. Up. <laughs> she produced a magical burp that reached uh, 107.3 decibels, securing Winter's place in the history books. But How loud is that? With her rec- 
Do you know what well, I mean? I like we said this before. We, no, because we can only measure yeah. we can only measure size oh, by I football see. pitches or double deckers. How loud oh, is that in decibels? Is it as loud as like a Harrier jet engine or something? Let's you know have a look. How loud is 107 decibels? Let's, yeah. let's see what, what, let's see what, what Google says. Give us a, says. a layman's term of what that's as loud as. Um, Woman from Maryland. Power saw. Oh, that is loud, isn't it? Power saw. <laughs> that is loud. Yeah. It's really loud. Okay, that's um, good. Your subway, tra- let me, your subway train is mm. 95. Your train whistle is 90. And that's the um, old point of that is to be heard at a distance. So that's okay. Yeah. yeah. A power mower is bang on 107, and your power saw is 110. Um, okay. It says, then it says here, pain begins at 125. So you um, Really? Jet what, so you can hurt people with the noise? Well, I guess, like, if you, yeah, because if you screamed, it hurt your ear, yeah, wouldn't exactly, it? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, pneumatic riveter is 125. Your jet engine at 100 mm. feet is 140. And the loudest sound that hey, this is a good one for the um, for the facts. The loudest sound that can occur is one hundred ninety four. That's the loudest sound that can occur. Yeah, what does that mean though? Does that mean? I, I mean, I know it, what it means, but yeah, no, but this whatever, put, whatever that I, I sound know, you is, put an upper limit. Yeah, maybe you can. Can maybe you put an upper limit the, on the? On... It's the, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Maybe you can't. Sound, if pain well. starts at 140, maybe maybe that you can't hear anything after that. Cause maybe you just don't hear. It. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Um, but the the Krakatoa volcano volcanic eruption, which mm-hmm. is the loudest sound in the world, recorded sound in the world, um, was 180 decibels. Her her burp is 107, Steve. This is mad. This is mad. That is mad. Okay, well, let, I mean, there's no point really listening to it because obviously it depends how loud you've got your radio. Volume. Yeah, yeah. If you could turn <laughs> yeah. your radio... Well, well, maybe we'll like have a moment. We'll tell everyone to turn their radio up to four and then we'll count it in. Yeah? <laughs> now, let's do that. Right, turn okay. your radios up. Loudest it can go. And then uh, and then we'll count. And I think we've got the burp ready. Uh, let's have a listen to the loudest burp uh, by a woman ever recorded. Three, two, one. <laughs> It's one seven point three. Oh my! Yeah! 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 Uh, oh my lord! Oh my god! <laughs> it's what short and sharp, isn't that? it? I didn't <laughs> play, play that again. <laughs> oh my god! That is hot. That has actually made me gip a little bit. It's an abomination. That has made me do a little like sick in my throat. Oh, oh no, don't play it again, you sicko. Why would you do that? Don't play it again. A dem just play it at any point there's a lull in the show, just play it. Again. No, don't play it again, it's horrible. It's actually making me feel sick. I bet he could she do a jingle like... with that. <laughs> no, I never want to hear that sound again, ever. Do not play that again. That was hot. Oh my god, that is disturbing, and it's so loud. Yeah, well, that's why you can't hear over a certain. You just your brain just won't let you hear over oh, a certain. Oh, but it's it's wet it's and it's short. Oh. And short. It's violent. It's really violent. It's violent. It sounds like it hurts. <laughs> sounds like oh, the devil's could... escaping from her. That's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like she's got any control over it. 
It sounds like the devil just leapt out of her throat and went, right, I'm out of there. <laughs> oh, it's awful. I actually, I, I actually feel poorly now. <laughs> I can't believe we told people to send their regular stuff. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. We're sorry, Ofcom. Good news, that bad. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve, you've recently moved in, relatively recently, moved into a new house. Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah mm. St. Leonard's. When and obviously you like renovating. You we've heard all about your kitchen, your tiling, your grouting, and all that sort of thing. Um, when you moved in, was there anything in the house that the that you found that the old people had left, or no? Uh, or you found we were doing them, the when kitchen. You I found a, there was a gap between the cooker. There was a gap between the cooker and one of the. Um, kitchen units where clearly over the years a lot of dried spaghetti had fallen down that was all we found uh, it's just under <laughs> the oven spaghetti. it's about set like 20 packs worth I don't, they must have kept putting it there and going where's that spaghetti gone i put it there a minute ago <laughs> it was sliding down this hole so much of it i couldn't believe it and it'd been under an oven for like 10 years so it was it was dried already but it was super dried now it was white oh gosh i oh, know mm, not good not good well this couple on uh, on tiktok Morty lad, they're called. Um, they found an incredible secret, uh, well, secret feature, I guess, under their kitchen floor that they've been walking over for years. Have a listen mm-hmm. to this. Little did we know we've been walking over a 300-year-old water well every day for the past 20 years. It all started while renovating our kitchen. We wanted underfloor heating, so we had to pull up all of the original foundations in order to lay it. While removing some of the sand, we came across a really strange gravelly mixture in one spot. Upon investigation, it turned out to be hollow and full of water. Suspecting a leak, we carried on digging, and then we came across a well, a Steve. Wall that That's pretty good. A isn't circle it? of a circle of bricks. A well. Well, you think so? But it's also the start of a horror film, surely. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, what's down that well? Where does that well lead? You know what I mean? Where does it go? Where's it been? Who's down it? Why has it been covered up? I mean, so many questions, Steve. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot going on there. Um, They've, they, they have genuinely turned it into a beautiful feature, though. They've, they've um, I mean, it, it took them ages. Um, they have to dig it all out. It's massive, this well, um, and uh, and they've lit it really nicely, and then got like a, a tempered glass on the top as well. Yeah, I've uh, seen that in so a few can... old pubs. In time, yeah, yeah, exactly know, that. The original yeah. Well, but in your yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, depends where it floor. is, doesn't it? If it's if it's in one of the corners you wanted to put a kitchen unit, you'd be like, oh, it's yeah. been down there 400 years, just cover yeah. it up. Get the underfloor there's eating also st- <laughs> There's all sorts down there. Uh, three empty bottles of brandy were down there. Ooh, um, I don't know how oh, old they would be, yeah. Empty, yeah. Parts of an old chamber pot. There was... Well, they said there was original large lead-lined window panes, so there was like they found these, like, the, the the lead from them, but one of them when they pulled it out was in the shape of a cross. Like oh, move out, like straight on right like, move, gone. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Creepy well and a cross made out of lead. Hello, right move. <laughs> yep, we're off. <laughs> uh, Fifteen feet deep, the couple installed lighting in the well and put a glass floor uh, covering it to make it a feature. The glass weighed a whopping two hundred and ninety pounds. There you go. Mm. So it did get me thinking about. Random mad things that you have found in your house mm. when you first move in. It's odd, isn't it, when there's odd things around. Joanne says, uh, when I was seven, we moved to a new house and under the carpet was an old newspaper. In the newspaper was a picture of me and my dad having an ice cream at the local park when I was two. What? 
What? <laughs> that is That's, so freaky. That is terrifying. That I thought the house weird, knew that she it? was always going to come back. Yeah. In any of the houses that I've lived in, like I did my kitchen in my house in Manchester and uh, when I built that shed in Twickenham, every job I've done, I've left a little clue that I built it. Have you? <laughs> yeah, on the back <laughs> what, of a bit of wood. No, I don't, so that made that sound like a bit more name. sinister than it was. No, I've written when, really when, I put this bit, when I've put this bit in, this bit was put in on the 17th of August, 1994. Things like, you know, just so that it's for, oh, for 100 years' time when they find whisper? it. Because that's the voice, uh, that's the sound of the voice and a bit of wood that you found 100 years ago. That's what it would sound like. This piece of wood was laid, yeah. So that's what I've done. I mean, yeah, it makes shit, it sound I mean, more sinister, yeah. though, wouldn't you? It is sinister. If you find anything, somebody, a note that somebody's written from the past, it's going to be sinister. I should have just written, help, yeah, I'm been breaking me in. And they just leave that. <laughs> Scratch the inside of the brick. Don't look behind you. Just just says that. Don't look behind you now. <laughs> just on a bit of wood. Just taking the wallpaper off. Don't look behind you. Imagine. Uh, Gina says, uh, in the loft tucked behind the water tank of our first home, a oh. CNA carrier bag containing a large number of ripped boxes and a bone-handled knife sharpener. <sighs> weird. Mm. Ripped What's boxes. Weird? What the? <laughs> ripped That's boxes. weirder why than the knife. I keep those. I put those in the bag. I know. Yeah. Why do we get the ripped boxes? <laughs> We've so got weird. a room in our house, like a like a loft room. It's it's, a, it's quite hard to explain. Mm. It's, it's like there's a door that goes into the roof space, which is about sixteen feet off the ground, so you can't get to it. Yeah. But I'm I'm interested to know what's in there. At the same time, really frightened. I don't know what I'm. I'm yeah. I don't know when I'll go in there. Can you get it but, so you yeah. can't get in? You just need a big ladder. and I've I gone a ladder up there once, but it's sort of been painted. The door's been painted quite a few times. It's about half the oh, size of a normal door. So it's all, I've got to just sort of, you know, free the, free mm. the paint and then get inside. But I don't what? There's You've been there a year and a half and you haven't looked at a secret mini door? No, there's nothing good to be found by opening this door, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Could be you another I mean? whole, like a whole another family living in there. It could be, yeah, it could be. That's and that's good, is it? Is that a good thing? No, it's <laughs> not. Good, not they need to get out. <laughs> we'll explain why the electricity <laughs> bill. So I. <laughs> uh, Debbie says uh, we found a garden gnome which had been used to fill a hole in an exterior wall by a previous lazy builder. What? So it's just like the head coming through the wall, holding a fishing <laughs> rod. Like here's Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's no me. That's terrifying. Remember when we went to view a house when I was looking to buy a house in Manchester? Oh, my God. We walked that? in the house. The woman stood out. The state agent stood outside. She, she wouldn't, wouldn't come in the come house. In. She wouldn't show us around. <laughs> and then as you go into the house, the room directly on your right, which would have been the front room, the lounge, or whatever you want to call it, I said, oh, this door's locked. Yeah, that's locked. And I was like, oh, have you got a key? Can we look in here? No, I haven't got a key. You can't go in there. And I was like, I'm not, not going to buy a house when I haven't seen the, what's gone on in the living room. Just So... Yeah, that was you, I, I, I the basement as well. The basement. The basement. We went down into the basement. There was no light at all, which is not no. unusual for a basement. The, but we got out. No, it was really early days of the boat. It wasn't an iPhone. It was, but the phone it was like had a Nokia sort of, torch. Yeah, had a torch. You turn it on. It just the light just disappeared into nothing. You couldn't swallow. Didn't light, the light illuminate anything. I put my hand in front of it. it didn't even illuminate my hand. It swallowed the light. <laughs> no. And then we heard that voice go, and we just left. <laughs> Steve. 
<laughs> Terrifying. Um, <laughs> oh God, yeah, imagine if you, if you don't want to sell your house. If your landlord's like trying to tell you to sell your house and you don't want to leave, just have that just in the cellar going off that noise. <laughs> no, we'll leave it, Terrifying. thanks. Uh, Anna Woodward says, uh, we found a super glued kitchen cupboard when we smashed it open once after having a new kitchen fitted. We found years and years worth of previous owner's debt letters. I love mm, that. Wow, he's whacked all these let all these red letters in there and just got around super gluing that shut. Then, yeah, then you don't have to that pay together. Them. Yeah, I'd, what letter? Right, if you can come in this house and find the letters, then I will pay them. But <laughs> I I've never seen such a letter. Uh, and Paula Road says, when we were renovating a house many years ago, the gentleman before had sadly died. We found uh, a couple of hundred quid stuffed into Ooh. the walls of the extensions and bricked up in the walls. And the bricked walls, in. That seems a for a couple hundred quid seems excessive. Well, it's, it feels like it costs that much in repair to get that money out. So you get you yeah. knock all the bricks out to get to your two hundred quid, and you go, "All oh, right, that looks a right mess now." Is that much? How much is that going to cost? <laughs> About two hundred quid. All right. Oh, don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, Liz Sanderson says the most bizarre thing we found: we stripped the paper off the firewall, and underneath was a painted wall of stags, deers, and a full Highland scene, including a piper. Oh, that's, yeah. Sounds nice. It does oh, sound quite nice. nice. Bespoke, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, not yeah. for everyone. Uh, uh, no, true. True, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. Nikki Shaw says, uh, I bought my house off the headmaster of my daughter's school. He left a wardrobe full of his clothes and skiddy pants in the bathroom. I could never look at him the same again. Mm, no. That's weird, isn't it? That, you know when you go and view a house? It? You know when you go and view a house and there's... Mm. People have got their pants yeah. drying on the radiator. It's a real, oh yeah, it's a real no-no. That isn't it. it <laughs> I think so. You did. I think I, so. I saw it so many times when we were looking to buy an house in Manchester. I was like, oh mate, can I take put take your pants off the radiator. You knew yeah. we were coming. I remember. View, was was it me who viewed it for me, or was it you for you? I can't remember. It was in Twickenham, mm. and I won't say the actor who lived there, mm. but there was a. Quite a well-known actor who lived there, who'd obviously at five to ten, they'd rang yeah. him and he, they, he was like, "Today was it, I can't remember if it was me or you." Um, it was you. It was you. Who the I house know, was yeah. for? Was it me? Yeah. yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Don't you? Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think I rang him. To, it was five to ten, and they'd obviously gone. Oh no! Got up, throw some clothes on, and ran out the house so we could view the house at ten, mm. like to a point where the bed was. You know, when you first get out of a bed and the duvet is just. <laughs> Just a crumpled mess. Definitely across, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, like someone obviously just had a wee in a toilet, and like it was just, mm. it was awful. Anyway, yeah. I will take that name to my grave. Mm. Um, and uh, who else have we got? Alison Roberts says we bought a house. The entire attic was rammed full of toys, uh, even though they'd specifically said they never had kids in the house. Oh, that's weird. Oh. Unless they'd Crazy. never been up there, you know, and they were from a previous, maybe from the previous. Yeah, I, might, one, I mean, that room that I've got in my house might be full of. You know, ceramics. And I've gone, oh, I hate ceramics. Creepy toys. Gone, Hang on, yeah. you've got a room full of creepy ceramics. Yeah, but it is also weird that you've not looked in that room. I still don't understand scared. that. I've oh, not really looked in the cellar. <laughs> well, that's the reason. Do you know what I mean? I've got too much to you've do. You've not been in the cellar either. <laughs> I've been in the cellar, but I've not, you know, it's not been tidied. Or, I've not looked in. There might be something no. hidden down there in a the corner. I've not really looked. I've still got, oh, like, gosh. the boxes from the house. I've got about 20 boxes all sealed up that says miscellaneous shed. Right now, I've not opened them for a year and a half. I'm, no. I'm not sure I ever will. 
No, I would suggest that you do not need those things. <laughs> you can probably throw them out and you'll never miss them. Yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, Angela D says, it was about 55 years ago we moved into a council house and we found an artificial leg in the built-in wardrobe. As kids, we played with it for months till my mum threw it out. It seemed a bloke who lived in the house before us uh, had lost his leg. Um, because, but he had two other spare legs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he'd lost it twice. Yeah. Lost my leg? Yeah, we know you've told us. No, I've lost my other leg now. My fake leg. <laughs> Where did I put it? I put it in the wardrobe. Put it in a wardrobe? Yeah, put it in the wardrobe. Put it in the wardrobe. Last in thing the old now. house. Yeah, oh, it's in the old house. We sold it, didn't we? We are going to play Hit Me With Your Best Facts, but first, mm-hmm. a, an apology um, <laughs> and an explanation. Um, Steve, it's interesting because we get, I reckon we probably get, I don't know, 30 emails a week, something like that, yeah. Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Yeah, when we do um, stuff right and good and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You make a mistake, Steve, and oh, that quickly <laughs> goes into four figures, like thousands of emails. Um, we, uh, last week, disqualified a... Best fact, because we got it wrong. We were talking about the the, the fact was that the number in alphabetical order. First number. And the, yeah. the first number that appears in alphabetical I think it's the only number, is it, that, that appears in alphabetical yeah. order? Well, apart from eight. And yeah. <laughs> no, don't go there again. Um, and I mean, we in our defence, we did a... Yes, we, we said it... Well, you said it was eight, not we. You said it was eight. Oh, here eight. we go. You agreed, you snide. Here's what, here's, I know, because you said one. Well, it's not one. Two. No, it's not two. Three. And I went, this is a great radio, this. And then I sort of zoned out. And then you said, eight, it's eight, it's eight. And I went, yeah, yeah. I just, I was happy that it was over. And then we'd all agreed it was eight. We never questioned it again. Then I made matters worse by going, hang on, if it's eight, it must be 80. Because <laughs> they're in alphabetical order. But in our defence, we pre-record this show. You were working. I'm filming over here in very hot temperature. Yeah, it was like six busy. o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. We were both shattered. Yeah. And, um, but people were very sympathetic. And we've got yeah? a producer whose job yeah. it is to... To listen to it. To, and to vet these We haven't things. said anything. I mean, we, if we said the wrong thing, we could be... Cancel quite easy because it just goes straight past exactly. him. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that. That's what's worrying, isn't it? Who knows? Mm. All the things that've gone out on air that we've said wrong. He's laughing his head off. He, I mean, it's I'm all with well Steve and, though. I zoned out, mate. As soon as you started counting, you got past three. I zoned out. Yeah. What? You like you were counting sheep? I think. And I just made you no, all fall asleep. It was, just, it was long. It was it was slow radio, wasn't it? Three. To th- no, that's not for four. No, that isn't because of you. And it's just taking ages. And then when eight well, sounded Steve, like got- a good idea. Yeah, go on. <laughs> we went for it. We've had a lot of emails. Um, uh, Angus Duncan says, you disqualified one of the hit me with your best facts, saying that eight and 80 are both in alphabetical order. In fact, neither of them are alphabetical. <laughs> the only number in alphabetical order is 40. Apart yeah. from that, loving the show. Uh, keep okay. up the good work. Uh, Lacey yeah. says, here's an interesting fact, you couple of numpties. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. She gives me the full alphabet. Yeah, Say okay. no more. 40. I thought she's four. <laughs> I saw Kettle one person went, it's 40, you idiot, but spell 40 like F-O-U-R. And I was like, well, that doesn't work, does it? <laughs> Telling us off and then spelling 40 wrong. Uh, Robert Kettle says, I just listened to your show and you dismissed eight as being the only number spelt in alphabetical order. Uh, well, we didn't dismiss it. We accepted no, it. We, that was the we problem. approved it. That was the problem. Well, if, you, if, you can't get, if you can't get your complaint emails right, <laughs> you're not yeah. going to stand on. We'll send him a counter complaint. <laughs> 
Sarah says that how do you tuck your kids in at night after the eight forty <laughs> debacle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon Longstaff, you deprive someone of an unwashed mug. Shame, shame. Yeah. Probably broken um, by the time it gets through the post as well, as we always say. Unwashed, well, broken true, yeah. mug. Paul in Scotland, I've got a fact for you. At least two DJs and Absolute Radio can't spell. Do I win a mug? <laughs> yeah, send him a mug. <laughs> Claire, I thought it was eight as well until my seven-year-old was laughing in the car. A seven-year-old is smarter than you two. And you as well, Claire. <laughs> yeah, don't you make it all it about us. You said it was right as well. <laughs> and Andy Wells asks the legitimate question, Steve, which is how mm. can Hit Me With Your Best Facts continue to live on? There mm. needs to be an independent investigation meant for the to past be. two years. Yeah. Of oh, be- yeah. No, but he's saying for yeah, the past well, two everything years before, of best facts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's solid now, isn't it? And then a review of said investigation live streamed for the nation because... It's all well and good, me and you getting it wrong, but the fact that our adjudicator, the person yeah. who's this is his, in charge, you know, his main job, that and jingles, that you know, this is his main job, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. We saw, we've heard how terrible the jingles are. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. The fact Hang isn't on. wrong. There is only one number in the alphabet spelt alphabetically. The fact yeah, isn't but wrong. You? No, 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 no. But I checked the fact, and the fact isn't wrong, is it? So no, apologise to me and the nation now, because the fact is right. No, but you, you can't you, spell. Would have, you know the answer, but you would know that the answer was 40. Yeah, but I am not here to tell you the answers. I'm here to you give are. you the facts. <laughs> yes, you literally are. <laughs> no, I'm going back on mute now. Carry on, boys. Uh, no, you, you're your job. Basically, you're not going to get an apology out of him. That's what, that's what he's saying there, really. My, my job you're... is to give you the correct facts. I give you the correct facts. You made them incorrect. It's escalated this. Oh, gone from eight, gone from to, eight to eighty guy. really quickly. Yeah, unbelievable. I look. Okay. Feel free to give Adem Waterman a follow on Twitter um, at Adem Waterman on Twitter and praise me and, for my uh, fact checking. No, because you would have had the, the. You knew it was forty. He's done half a job. You would have had to check That's it. What he's done. <laughs> if I pick you up on you, everything you, you get wrong, I'll pick you up on every link. We haven't got time yeah, for this. Got point. Yeah, got oh, point. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that, is it? Unbelievable. Look at him. Because he's going under the bus, he's pulling us down with him. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, well, also, he's to... panicking now because if if we do get rid of this um, feature, <laughs> we've got to fill an hour with my and your drivel, Steve. I don't want to yeah. make any But he gets jingles. to do another jingle. I don't yeah. want to make any more jingles. <laughs> Right, well, look, I'm I'm going to apologise. I'm going to be the bigger yeah. man here because you yeah. two are clearly not accepting any of the No, blame. I will apologise, you know. I mean, it was so, mainly you that started it. But, <laughs> but that's not an apology, is it? <laughs> Try that with your wife next time you have an argument. <laughs> no, I will apologise. I mean, it was mainly you, of course, my love. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But yes, what, what, so we're going to have to. What do we do? Do we have to be? Do we have to look after? You know, looking after making sure these facts are correct now. Do we? Because we can't. Do that's we your another, point. We're meant to want to check them out. Another layer. Maybe you know, like maybe McCaffrey BBC bite or whatever. Size is not the, yeah, yeah. Maybe BBC's bite size is not the one. There is <laughs> an easy solution, easy by the way. What is it? Go we on. could just agree that the fact's not that great anyway and just move on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I agree. I think who did we give it to last week? I can't remember now. Kidney and wisdom teeth. Oh yeah, going to the oh yeah, yeah in Antarctica, Antarctica. yeah 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 that was yeah. a better fact anyway. Yeah, so there. So we apologise. 
But even now, knowing that it's 40, st- still not the best fact. So, no. I mean, I think you should maybe send... You, well, we've not got many cups left, though, have we? It's oh, a problem, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Do we send him a cup? Let's find out. You tell us. Let us know. Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Does the person who wouldn't have won anyway, if whether we got it right or wrong, deserve a mug? You can mm. tell us. Let us know uh, on the old email. It was mainly you, though. Where real music matters. We are going to try and play this. Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. Tinge of sadness, so, though, isn't it? It sounds different now, doesn't it? So, it does sound different. It sounded really sort of low-key then. It's easy, joyous, yeah, that, it isn't it? But now it's, <laughs> I know it just feels like everyone's on our back. <laughs> I mean, crikey, those emails. Okay. They were the nice ones. No. Um, I won't even tell you what they said on social media, Steve. My goodness. No. My goodness. We'll start. Val Patterson. Just found out that the Chupa Chups logo was drawn by Salvador... I know this. Go on. Salvador Dali. I know that. <laughs> Salvador Dali. Yeah. Um, did you, how, how did you know that? It's one of those things I know. Just something that's gone into your head. It's a good one. Yeah. Salvador Dali wrote chup- the Chupa Chups. Did the Chupa Chups logo, yeah. yeah. Good one. Good one to slip into a conversation as well. Yeah, but the people who are eating the Chupa Chups are normally kids, aren't they? They're not, who? What? How do you know that? What? It's, it's, it's hard to... That's true, yeah. Yeah. But, um, apparently, she also adds, this is, and this is weirdly more interesting, um... That the the lollipops are what she said here. Hang on, Pop. She's put lollipops are so called because of a horse. Mm. What? What does that's that mean? That's a better fact. I don't know what that means. I'm that interested in that. I'd like that's to know intriguing. the fact of how, how you meant to open them. Does anyone have a system for opening those? Uh, no, chups? no idea. No. What are they tying them up it. with? Basically, I think you twist it a bit. You twist it a bit. You twist it a bit more, and then in the end, you get a key out your pocket and cut it. That's what happens, yeah. isn't it? It doesn't make any works. sense. They need to sort that out. It's like sellotaped. I feel, but I feel like there's gonna there's a YouTube video of like a hack of going. Eh, you're struggling to open this chopper shop. This is what you're meant to do, and it'll be something really simple. But no one's told us. I've not. I've not seen that yet. Well, if somebody can send it us. That'd be great. I don't know if there is one, but it just um, feels like there should be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke says Jason and crew love the morning show. Crew, we got a crew, Steve. Morning. Oh, you're yeah, part of my yeah. crew. All right. We've got to wear a special hat. (laughs) If you want. Uh, My interesting fact is that you're more likely to be killed. Me? (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) I'm glad I'm just part of the crew. Carry on. When's Jason getting killed? (laughs) Are the crew all right? You are. (laughs) The crew are fine, it says here. Okay. Okay, that's fine then. (laughs) Woo! That was a dodge that bullet. Was it a bullet? You're more likely to be killed by a vending machine than a shark. Um, really? It's pretty good, isn't it? Depends where you are, I suppose. Well, yeah, yeah if you're in the sea, it's not If you're on a boat a, or in the sea, twix, is I it? would... Yeah. <laughs> it's unlikely that a vending machine's going to come and get you. <laughs> Unless you're on a cruise ship and yeah. uh, the vending machine got you. Like, that's yeah. unlucky, that, man. Yeah, that's um, unlucky. Okay. 13 deaths a year by vending machines. Well, there's less shark deaths than that, is there? 
Nine shark attacks, yes. Mm-hmm. Nine shark okay. deaths, yeah. Uh, that's from Luke, who uh, is in Cumbria. We buy any car. Um, it's a good fact. It's a good one to slip mm-hmm. into good conversation. Fact. Quite like that one. Every time you use a vending machine at work, you know, uh, hey, be careful with that, John. Well, I'm just going to go and get a Twix. What are you doing? Well, it's dangerous work, what are you doing? I'm going to hear that every time I get some m and at the swimming pool one now. Michelle says, Penguins don't have teeth, but their tongues and roof of their mouth is full of spikes. Did not know that. Did not know that. That's made them less cute, isn't it? A bit less cute. They can't fly, they can't walk, they wobbly walk. But, you know, go near them and take your hand off without any teeth. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, horrible. Mm, Uh, Scott. Yeah. Scott says, uh, the colour orange was called yellow-red in England until the fruit came to the country. Oh. (laughs) That's funny, isn't it? Yellow-red. 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 What what are we calling this? So so Uh, the fruit came before the colour. (laughs) Your fruit turned up. What's that called? That's an orange. That looks, it's a yellow-red, isn't it? Should, we should call that a yellow-red. <laughs> but no, they call it an orange in other parts of the world. Hey, let's change the name of that colour. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty good, I like that. Hey, we've got str- we got, we're strong here today. We strong are strong. Start. I just don't believe anything strong anymore. Strong start. Well, I know, I, I'm trying to forget about that. It is solid. I, I'm aware that it's solid. Well, I feel like you the, know, only way we the old point is they're meant to be checked, aren't they? But I feel like the the person who's checking them has not got our best interests at heart. So that's what I'm worried about. I think he's just trying to trap us. Again. Well, I, he's looking out for himself. He's looking out for number one, isn't he? Mm-hmm. That's that's what's happened there. Our producer who's checking these things. As long as he's all right, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that is a no, fact. All right, Jack. Yeah, that's a fact. Exactly. <laughs> um, Scott Wilton says, if you could count continuously in perfect rhythm. Oh no, we could do we're at numbers oh, no. again. <laughs> it's good. Shaky ground. <laughs> eight? Is it eight? <laughs> uh, one number per second without breaks for sleeping, eating, and, you know, living. It would hmm. take 31 years, 251 days, six hours, 50 minutes, 46 seconds to get to one billion. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, well, that's a fact, Mark Richardson, you can tell which octopus is going to win in a fight by the colour they change to. Oh, really? Oh, what, so really? they just... What, so, like, oh, he's, like, he's going to win this, he's just gone purple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it must be. But also, the other that octopus mean? fact we know is one of the octopus's legs is not a leg, is it? So <laughs> no, it's, it, it's it, penis. So you could be being bashed around the head by someone else. So that's... <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, no wonder he's got a different colour. Yeah. Oh, mate, come yeah. on, mate. That's out of order. That's that's what's happened there. <laughs> Good to know. That'd make um, make boxing more interesting, wouldn't it? Would a little bit. We'd have a like little glove. On who was Would winning? A, a little glove on the end. No, like if the whole if the whole. <laughs> oh. You were talking about changing colour, okay, I was I was talking about changing colour, you were talking about the boxer putting uh, a little tiny boxing glove on the end of it. Yeah, because you couldn't, you couldn't even block it because it's a beer body blow if you went for it, so that's the thing, yeah. it's just got free reign. Oh. Why haven't I got a mental image of one with a boxing glove on the end? 
Three and two boxes attack. fighting with him. <laughs> <laughs> two, two boxes. Oh, oh it's right in there. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> That's not Queensbury rules. Right, we'll do a couple more facts, then we'll pick a winner for this week, Steve. Okay. Um, Jane says, did you know in 2007, in Iran, the police detained 14 squirrels for spying? Oh, really? Mm. Okay. That's good. Uh, Soraya says, if you were to put the living organism, that is the sponge, in a blender and blend it up and pour that blended up sponge back into the sea, the bits would come together to form a new sponge. Nature. More questions than answers, isn't it? Brilliant. Love it. Yeah, there really is. Seems Mm. harsh as well, doesn't it? What have you done that for? It's all right. It'll be all right. Watch this. Yeah. Uh, Louise Campbell says, in 1975, women in Iceland went on strike to show how their roles were important. The whole country nearly came to a standstill because men couldn't handle their job roles. It's known as Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can see that. I can see that. that definitely would have. 1975. Imagine what it was like back then when they were literally doing every other job. Yeah. Imagine there must be kids running around with no nappies on, everyone hungry, have all sorts of things that not happening. To prove a point, I like that. That's, that's what striking is all about. We've got to pick a winner, Steve. We've got to pick a winner. Okay. Mm. I'll have a quick rattle through. We've got Salvador yeah. Dali designing the Chubba Chups logo. It is good, we, that one. It is a good uh, one. It is a good one. And also, lollipops are so called because of a horse. Mm, throws that in that. as well. And yeah, I'd like to know that I'd bit. I'd like yeah. to know what that is. Uh, Luke told us uh, that more vending machine deaths occur than shark deaths. Michelle told us about penguins' mouths being full of spikes. Uh, Scott oh. told us about the uh, the, the colour orange, it used to be called yellow-red, before the fruit came to the country. Um, Scott told us uh, that it'd take over 31 years to count to one billion. Mark Richardson, uh, you can tell an octopus <laughs> winning a fight because of the colour they changed to. Uh, women went on strike in 1975 to prove uh, how important their job role was. It's called Women's Day. That's Louise. Um, and the sponge in a blender would go back into the sea, would go back mm. to being a sponge. And 14 squirrels were arrested for spying in 2007. Spying, yeah. Steve, is there a winner? I, I think that, it's a, Is there anything you want to know more about? Um, I, I think with the octopus thing, we have all the facts. And I like the idea. I like, I like an octopus fact. We've got a few over the years. But the, I'd, I'd like to see that. Would you like to see one changing colour? I'd like to see a couple of them having a scrap and then one yeah. of them going a different colour going, oh, he's going to win this. So I think that's the one for me. It's a very strong week, though, I think. It's hard to, you know. It is a strong week. It's hard to find I know. One. I want to know more about these spying squirrels because I feel like there's a Pixar film in it. Yeah. Or, yeah, could be, yeah. Yeah, hard, I imagine, you know. Yeah, it's good. Good. Something in that as well. Um, why was a why was lollipops called because of a horse? Were they named after a horse? I, I want to know that as well. I went, oh, it's too Strong good. It's too good. Which one are you going to be able to slip into conversation? The vending the machine octo- one the and the shark one. attack. Mm, I think the octopus one. I think is is good. <laughs> Steve's Steve's got his answer. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to create some mystery here, Steve. On this, yeah, I'm trying to know, I'm trying to replenish this game that's been spoiled. I know. I'm I, to create I some excitement this week because I could just feel the weight of and, you know all that still. Oh, the expectation. I can feel people. It'll be all right next every week. Fact we say. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, oh, what if that's not true? I've just thought. You might have just done it, done us up like a kipper again. 
I know, exactly. It's changing. Somebody like, octopus is changing colour. You're a pair of idiots. Why would they change colour? No, it's... They don't even fight. I feel like one of the most peaceful squids that there is. Squid. That'll be... We'll be in trouble for that now. Right. Um, peaceful squid there is. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I know. I feel like... I feel like when Paolo De Canio pushed the referee that time and spoiled football. Yeah, that's what it feels like to happen. Do you remember right? that moment? Yeah, where I do, you go, yeah. Oh, my God, I, that little I didn't know that could yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah. he's like, oh, and Zidane headbutted the, the, the other player in the, the World Cup final. Yeah, well, oh, my just, God, football's, football's play, ruined. Play, play it safe then and go for something like just facts like a vending machine and a sharp, but then somebody else will come up and go, well, that's not really a sharp. No, that, well, well, let's not second-guess ourselves, Steve. We're, we're right here. We're on the yeah. right side of history. If somebody okay. told me, I don't know the answer, right? This is why they're good yeah. facts. That's why they're piquing our interest. But the idea that yes. something changes colour and that says it's definitely going to win the fight, I think that's great. And I can use that. I'm near the sea. I'll, I'll use that. <laughs> many octopuses down there? Yeah, we'll go yeah, with that. Octopuses. Mainly on plates, but yeah. Octopuses uh, that stand tall turn dark and spread their web in a Nosferatu pose, uh, likely showing aggression. Uh, conversely, octopuses may display a pale colour after losing may. a fight or when trying to avoid conflict. Okay. So that's our winner. Um, well done to you. Uh, that's Mark Richardson, who will be winning, has won this week a Jason Manford Show mug. Smash uh, mug on his way be, to you. It could be the last. One, depending on what the stewards' inquiry says about uh, this game for next week's show. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Steve, mm-hmm. where we're going, we don't need roads. Oh, we're going to an <laughs> island. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. We're going to. Going to like parts of Gilly Trowagan or somewhere like that. That's just. just yeah, just, that's, you need donkeys that's and stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, you've seen uh, the musical Back to the Future, haven't you? I have seen the musical Back to the Future. I went to see it with you my seven-year-old about eight months ago. Absolutely loved and it. And what did you think? You were raving about it. I you? loved it. He loved it anyway. But he, he'd, he'd listened to the soundtrack on Spotify, knew all the songs. He had a lovely time. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, it's doing... Highly recommended. Well, Why it's doing great guns. Well, I'm asking, Steve, because you may have heard a third uh, voice in the background there. Uh, we've got the one and only... The brilliant Corey English, who's uh, currently playing Doc Brown in uh, Back to the Future, the musical. Morning, Corey. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. Oh, yeah. it's lovely to have you. It's lovely to have you. Um, for uh, avid listeners to the to the show uh, or to followers of my career, uh, me and Corey worked together. Well, we've worked together a couple of times, haven't we? Um, we have. But uh, first, the time was uh, we did the wonderful. The producers on tour, didn't we? And, uh, oh, Corey was show. Max Bialystok. I was Leo Bloom. Wasn't that a lovely time in our lives? It was indeed. Now that was your musical debut, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah, I'd done. I'd done the producer. Oh, I'd done the uh, Sweeney, Todd. Sweeney Todd, didn't I? But but that That's was the right. first one as a yeah as a lead. Yeah, what a treat! Yeah, you what were a treat. sweating one your the- producer. Mate, I don't mate. think you did in Sweeney um, Todd. But uh, no, I was dead by half eight in Sweeney Todd. Um, <laughs> but uh, the producers was uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, a baptism of fire, because once you're on stage, you're never off. Exactly. Full Get on. on that train, but, baby. Um, but I tell you, we've stayed friends ever since, and uh, I've loved watching everything you do. And so when Back to the Future, the musical, came along, uh, and then you became Dot Brown, the, the two things for me were just like, it just totally made sense. I was like, of course, Corey mm. English should be Dot Brown. He's brilliant. <laughs> 
Well, when I, I saw it, I went with my family because um, we knew mm. uh, Roger Bart, who was playing the Doc Brown. So uh, I couldn't wait to go see it and take Sammy because we were all on tour together, Roger, my wife, and my son, Sammy. And uh, so we couldn't wait to see Roger do his thing. And uh, Sammy turned to me and went, you could play Doc Brown. I was like, nah, no, nah, I can't. I'm too short. So uh, then um, <laughs> the audition came up and I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to see me for it. So when I walked in the room, it was right after COVID and there was 20, 20 people in the room. Oh, and I had, I, you know, I'd, I'd only been doing self tapes up until then. And then to see 20 people in front of me to audition yeah. for, I thought, oh, my God. And I, and I really said, what the f are you all doing here? I'm not used to seeing all these people. Put your masks on. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, I said, look, I know I'm your Danny DeVito option for this part. So <laughs> I totally get it. And uh, luckily, I, I, I was really relaxed. I had a great audition. And uh, yeah, yeah, it clearly. went well. So, Steve, uh, when you went to see it, it was Corey yeah. in it? No, he wasn't. No. Was that, no. Was that the last cast? Right, I right, think right. You so meant, we, yeah, so we should go yes. Yeah, we you mentioned that again. Corey was coming in it soon, but I don't think he, he wasn't. No, yes. No. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did November, right. December. Uh, Roger needed a That's break right. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went in covered. Brilliant. Um, now you, you took your. But <laughs> <laughs> you you took your boy Steve. I did. I took my seven year old. He's sort of yeah. obsessed with it. It's nothing to do with me. He just he found. I he likes cars and time travel. He likes the Titanic yeah. as well. There's no logic to it, is there? Um, uh, but well, he, what's great. <laughs> What's kind of cool about Back to the Future is, uh, you know, the girls got their Frozen and Wicked, but this one, this one's a boy musical. There's so mm, many dads yeah, you mean. bringing their kids with, you know, without the the sisters and the daughters and the wives, just the dads mm. are bringing their boys. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and they're dressed actually. up as they're dressed up as Doc Brown and and Marty. <laughs> It's oh, so cool. That's cute. Yeah, that is cute. Very cool. That's yeah. cute. Well, look, st stick around there, Corey. We'll come back to you uh, in a second. So chat more okay. Back to the Future. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. So you're having a, a bit of a cast change, are you moving people around and getting new people in? Uh, yeah, we had a few people, uh, you know, every every year the, uh, you know, the producers like to shake things up and also give some of the, yeah. uh, you know, the chorus people to move on to other jobs. So um, Back to the Future heading into its third year. So wow. I'm going to be joining them for the, you know, this the third year. I've been doing it for well, four to five months now. Audiences are just lapping it up. When you're in a show like that, I've, I mean, I've sort of had a little bit of that with Wizard of Oz because, you know, people come along and they already know the storyline famously. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. actual jeopardy because people go, well, I know what happens. But for some <laughs> magical reason, they forget about it and just go along with it. Have you found that for yourselves? Uh, totally. I mean, the, the big challenge is try to stay ahead of the audience. But when they do know it inside and out, which a lot of them do. Yeah. Some of the kids mm -hmm. don't, but the, but the parents certainly uh, do. Uh, so yeah. to try and stay a, ahead of them. But, you know, every night, um, even a Thursday matinee, that audience cheers and applauds when Biff gets smacked. Mm -hmm. I mean, they like, <laughs> yeah! It's, uh, it's incredible. I mean, when I That's saw it for the first time, I mean, I was, you know, I loved that moment. But I didn't yeah. like whoop and holler. But every, I mean, they love it so much. They just love watching Biff get smacked. 
it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty <laughs> well, even cool. the first time the car arrives as well. That's another big moment, isn't it? First time you uh, yeah, see the car. Look, I mean, I'm I'm luckily in the car, so <laughs> good yeah. when yeah. they applaud. So you, can, you can take that applause. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I think I might some nights. Um, That'll but be yeah, the car, the car is the star, you know, really. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, of course. Well, I had that with um, when I did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I, and and Michael Ball said when I, I rang him for uh, tips on the show, and he said the, the car's the star. Don't worry about it. And and in our show, <laughs> it even got it even got the last bow. Like so. <laughs> You know, usually the star of the show gets the last bow. Yeah, yeah. We all had to turn to the car, and the car did a little dip yeah. <laughs> on the front of the stage. <laughs> Got dressing room one. Oh, Honestly, it was a nightmare. Oh, it was a <laughs> little smart cars visiting it. Terrible, terrible. Um, yeah, for people who've yeah. not seen it, and, and maybe you've seen the film, and you know, or sort of half remember the film from back in the day. What would you What would you say to them? What's the, What's the main thing about coming along to this show? Mostly, it is pure entertainment, and it's it's yeah. uh, pure fun, uh, and yeah. the the bonding between you know the generations between the the dad and the kids and the mom and the kids is mm. is really wonderful. I was I was seventeen when the film came out, so I it was like wow, right in my prime teenagehood and it was uh it, it's brought back so many memories of that time and to be able to share that with with my kids um my 11 yeah. year old i mean he went out and grabbed a guitar and started learning johnny be good as soon as you know he came <laughs> home after it and he enjoyed he enjoyed the musical more than the film because the musical it moves a little bit quicker than the film so the younger oh, okay. youtube generation of kids they're uh they yeah, like yeah. the the musical pace of it, mm. but uh, no one no one would go home uh, dissatisfied. That's for sure from seeing Back to the Future. No, it's, well, it's uh, one all great you know, night out. It's won awards after awards, hasn't it? And uh, mm. Mm. the last twenty minutes of the of the show, uh, I feel like I'm on a film set because the the it's so high tech, uh, state of the art, uh, yeah. big stuff going on. It's the closest thing to an action adventure star that I will ever be. Being up, uh, you know, up on the clock tower, and uh, it's, oh, course, uh, it's yeah. pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's remarkable. How was it for you yeah. as a, an audience member, Steve? When you it's amazing. There's, a, there's this kind of like mesh screen in front, isn't there, where you can like yeah. the, the clock tower, and they're sort of climbing behind it, and it's 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 a, it's great to watch. It is good, but that interaction between Doc and Marty, I remember that the two actors who were doing it at the time looked like they were really having fun. Some of it, Jason, is. Um, well, like what me and you did on uh, with Max and Leo, they've they've built mm. in a couple of free moments for Marty and Doc to oh, just a brilliant. little little a little play. unscripted a free moment we call it a free yeah. moment. Uh, they don't go that's on. Dang, as long that's as dangerous as with you. <laughs> and you. Say, that is dangerous with you, mate. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I may have been spanked a few times by our creator Bobdale, but. For the most part, it's, uh, it's been good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, look, Corey English uh, is Doc Brown, uh, and it's a brilliant show. It's at the Delphi Theatre uh, in the West End. A new cast uh, involves Sarah Goggin, uh, Jay Perry, uh, Jordan Pierce, and Lee Ormsby. Um, lots of great new people going in. All absolute brilliant West End stalwarts, and you're going to have a great time. So go and see Back to the Future, the musical, uh, this year. Corey, so lovely to speak to you. Oh, nice chat with you guys. 
Bradford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Uh, you can always drop us an email, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, Steve is in uh, Gozo filming mm-hmm. uh, Madame Blanc Mysteries. Still uh, cracking on with that, Steve? Yeah, one week down, another four, five to go, I think. So, yeah, just oh, cracking on. Waiting, waiting for the weather to get a little bit not less hot so we can not sweat. Yeah. Bless you, bless you. Well, we're following all that on the on the socials, uh, and uh, this is my last day of the Wizard of Oz. So um, hopefully you've managed to see it over the summer. Uh, thanks if you have. And uh, the next thing will be, um, I think, the next thing will be Panzo next uh, in in Manchester, Jack and the Beanstalk at Christmas. Um, but in the meantime, we'll see you here next week on Absolute Radio. <laughs>